Hey y'all, welcome back to season two of Yeah But Are You Listening? I'm Ovi and I'm glad you've tuned into this journey. I've created this space to push you to be authentic, to be transparent, and to do it scared. Let's get to it. Hey y'all, good morning. It is June 2nd. We are already in June. We are halfway through 2021. Um, We are making our way out of the pandemic. Um, I think, I hope uh, we are at least they are lifting restrictions on mask wearing, which is odd because, you know, I was tired of wearing the mask, but now that they've said I don't have to, I'm going to probably keep wearing my mask. I don't trust y'all. I am fully vaccinated. I had them for quite some time, but I just don't trust other folks. Um, And I had a conversation the other day that was like, well, if you're vaccinated and they're not, and they don't, like nobody wears a mask and they're at risk. And I'm like, yeah, so are you. Like nobody said um, the vaccination would prevent you from getting COVID. Um, The goal is that it prevents you from dying from COVID. So you get the flu shot, you can still get the flu. Hell, these days, you can get the flu shot and still get the flu and be super sick. And then the doctor will tell you that you have a different strain of flu from the vaccination you got. So anyway, so I'm still wearing my mask in these streets, um, you know, but it is it is, you know, it is um, reassuring to to feel like we are moving in the direction of some sense of normalcy. And I'll take it. I'll take it. It has been a long like 18 months now um, of like no travel and outside being closed. Like how can you close outside? But um, it definitely closed outside. So it has been a long journey, I think, for most of us. Um, And so I'm glad to see that things are kind of lifting and we are heading in the right direction, um, even if I'm going to keep my mask on. So there's that. At least it means I can get on a plane um, and go somewhere. Although, I don't know that other countries are letting us in or not. So anyway, as we continue the struggle, maybe we are um, at a minimum continuing it in a different way, Um, which kind of, you know, is a segue into, um, you know, we have just finished up Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, the, the last post I put up, it was not the last episode, but the last post I put up was about, you know, taking some time if you had not already and going back and listening to some of the or one of the, you know, pick any one of the mental health episodes that we did um, last season, which, you know, I when we recorded the episodes, I was I thought about waiting and doing it during May so we could do it during Mental Health Awareness Month. But I did it when I did because I felt like it was super important for those things to be said then and heard then and for that to be highlighted. Um, And as we're ending the month and Naomi Osaka is in the news for saying she's not doing any pressers um, and kind of like giving a middle finger to the tennis world, like right now, like I'll just sit this out. Um, Y'all don't determine what my mental health you know, needs are, I determine that. And, you know, I commend her. I commend her for for having the strength to do that. There are lots of us um, that don't, and we are twice her age, right? Or that haven't. And, you know, she 
basically was like, I don't need this. You know, I'm good. Um, and I've read lots of things on on that and how it's playing out and, you know, what people are saying, you know, and the reality is like she beat her idol, what, a few years ago. And yes, um, Serena threw a tantrum, but they crucified her in these streets. Um, the reality is, you know, they love you when you're up and when you're not, like they really will toss you to the side. And that is not just for female black athletes. That's just for people in the spotlight, but definitely primarily for black like entertainers, whether that's athletes or, you know, um, movie, you know, uh, actresses and and actors, um, like they love you when you're up. Um, I also, it resonated with me that in order for her to do that and in order for her to feel comfortable doing that, she had to have a pretty amazing support team, right? So she had to have people in her corner that believed in what she needed enough that they didn't try to talk her out of it. Like, that doesn't mean that there wasn't anybody there to be like, girl, are you tripping? Like, you could win. Do you know the money we can make? Um... But it means at least somebody was there to be like, nah, this is what you need. You do what you need. And, you know, as we end Mental Health Awareness Month, I think that is so important. Um, you know, and I've, I've said it before on these episodes, you know, how important it is to have somebody in your circle um, that rides for you, to have the right people in your support team, um, to have you know, somebody that really rocks with you or for you, you know, it's nice if you can have more than one, um, but at least having one is so imperative. Just having at least one person that you can go to that kind of rocks with you and wants what's best for you, no matter what. Um, And I am blessed in that I have several of those people like in my, in my intimate circle that really want what's best for me, um, that support me, that kind of push me out of my comfort zone, shove me into oncoming traffic. It feels like sometimes, you know, but I know it's done out of love. Um, And so, you know, again, I just encourage you, if you are not seeking therapy, please do. Like, even if you're like, oh, I don't need therapy. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, you do. We all have traumas or things that we don't even know are embedded into who we are because of what we experienced when we were raised, because of what we saw, right? Um, Our relationships mimic what we saw one way or the other. And some of y'all that are listening are probably like, nah, my boyfriend, girlfriend relationship or my, you know, girlfriend, girlfriend or boyfriend, boyfriend or my marriage is nothing like um, what I saw in my parents growing up. But that too is a trigger. Like just because yours doesn't look exactly like somebody else's doesn't mean that theirs didn't influence the way yours looks. Um, I think oftentimes we are quick to be like, well, I'm not going to do it like that without realizing that whatever it is that you're determined not to look like influenced it the same way that maybe somebody else's that you do want to mimic. Same way. Same way. You just took the opposing the opposing angle, but they did it the same way. Um, and so, you know, I, it's just important, like get some therapy, uh, get some self-care. I had a massage this week. It was amazing. Um, you know, I think her name is Charnay. Um, I met her for the first time, black owned therapist, I mean, massage therapist in Cary. Um, shout out to her, shout out to Micah who, you know, gifted the massage to me for my birthday. Um, it has just been like, it's been good. So, so you know, get some therapy, figure out what self-care looks like for you, embark on that journey. It is so 
incredibly important. Um, and you know, that, that's that term self-care I've talked about before is like a buzzword, right? Everybody tosses it around now without ever really giving anybody, um, any directions on what self-care really looks like or should look like. But the reality is that looks different for different people. So, um, I, so my birthday was a week ago. Happy birthday to me. I rounded out my Jackie Robinson year and am embarking on, on the 43rd trip around the sun. Um, huge, such a huge blessing. So many people I know like didn't make it here. Um, and there are people that I know that did make it here or have made it past here, but, um, in a way that maybe they aren't proud of, right? So it doesn't really matter. I mean, it does matter. But like if other people aren't proud, that's one thing. But like you, there should be things in your life that you are proud of, even if nobody else cares. And so I'm grateful to have not only made it here, but also to have made it here with things that I am proud of, that I am proud of accomplishing, um, relationships that I that I hold dear to me, which is a big thing. Like I meet people who don't have any girlfriends and I'm like, you don't have not one like you don't have not one girlfriend. So anyway, I think having at least one is a big thing. Um, but I, you know, I'm talking about self-care. Like, so my daughter, my youngest daughter's birthday is one week before mine exactly. And she wanted to take some of her friends to the mountains for her birthday. And so lots of people were like, oh, that's going to be a vacation for you that, you know, that is some self-care. And I'm like, "Eh, it's not really self-care. Because for me, even though I was surrounded by these gorgeous mountains and we were at the pool, um, I was still working every day. I was still cooking dinner and taking care of, you know, the girls and my mom, Isaiah went. So it was not self-care at all. It was not restful. Um, you know, but you have to figure out what self-care looks like for you. If it's cuddling up with a book, if it's, you know, going out of town alone for a few days, if it's, you know, going to the beach, which y'all know, like self-care for me is the beach. I'm going to Florida next week and I couldn't, if I could have left two weeks ago, I would have been gone already. Um, so just figure out what that looks like, right? Just figure out what self-care looks like. Um, we are now into Pride Month, so happy Pride Month to all of my um friends that that is applicable to. Um, but I was reading something yesterday that really kind of resonated for me, and I wanted to share it. And it was that Pride isn't just about your sexual preference and or orientation; it is about self care and it is about self love. And I thought to myself, well, what if we all took that perspective? What if we all took the perspective that Pride doesn't, you know, just have to do with whether or not. I, as a woman, have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, right? Pride also has to do with how I feel about me, how confident I am about me, whether it's the flaws that I have, whether it's, you know, the mistakes that I've made. But, you know, what if I I represented pride simply because I have figured out what it means to be in love with Ovi? Um, and I really had not taken that stance or hadn't taken that viewpoint or had not even considered that viewpoint because, you know, as long as I've known it, pride was a rainbow flag and it was, you know, in, in support of those, um, homosexual or gay. Um, I don't even know all the right terms, so I'm not going to try to say them because I don't want to offend anybody. And I, and it would be offending out of ignorance, not out of disrespect. So, um, I'll just stick to homosexual and gays. Um, and I have lots of friends, you know, in that, that 
that um, that is their lifestyle, be it choice or birth, however you feel. Um, and so, you know, I have a new have kind of a new take on, you know, I'm definitely supportive of pride, but I have a new take on it um, because for me, it doesn't represent my sexual orientation or preference. Rather, it it reflects the self-love that I have found for me and for making decisions that are important to me and that are in my best interest. Um, because I do believe that you are best able to love someone else at the point when you have figured out how to love you. Um, and that's a long journey and it's an ongoing journey, right? Because like we're ever changing. We are ever evolving and developing and maturing, hopefully. Um, that does not apply to some, all because I have definitely met some people that are still the same person that they were 10 years ago. Um, they have not allowed the things that they have gone through to change them for the better. And, you know, I'm not saying that that all character should be changed because there are some things about your character that shouldn't be, right? But I can I can say that there are things that I did or participated in 10, 20 years ago that I would never do today. Um, one of the larger mistakes that I feel like I've made in my personal life um, was the betrayal of, a, of someone who was very close to me at the time. Um, it is probably very close to being the top one or two things that if I could go back, I would undo it. Um, it's probably been 20 years now, 25 years. And every time I think about it, it still pierces my heart. So, you know, I, I am not that person anymore. I'm not the person I was at that point. Um, and that experience changed me. And so I feel like, you know, yes, there should be maturity. There should be change that happens, you know, but obviously if you were someone, you know, with a high level of integrity or maturity or honesty, like you don't want to mature out of the, out of those things and, and go from being honest and mature to dishonest and immature. Um, but there should be change. There should be evolution. There should be, you should be impacted by things that you encounter and things that you endure. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you were a kid, and you're riding your bike or you're running down the sidewalk and you fall and you skin your knee, like, you know, that scar is forever a reminder. You know, I, I laugh as I think about even that as an example, because we all have at least one scar that's been there forever. So mine is on my finger. It's on my right pointer finger. I, when I was probably, I don't know, nine or 10, um, our house caught on fire. I was nine and our house caught on fire. Um, like the week after Christmas, it burned up my brand new Barbie um, swimming pool deluxe playset. Barbie had a whole pool house. It, I mean, it was gorgeous. I was a huge Barbie doll fan. Um, and so anyway, I had gotten these brand new Barbies and she had a, a house and a pool. Like she had a, she had a convertible car. Barbie had like, Barbie had clout in these streets. She was, she was definitely, she had the cars, the dope clothes. She had the dope boyfriend. She had friends. Like Barbie was probably living my best, my best life today. Um, but our house caught on fire. We had a kerosene heater that blew up, um, in our living room and caught our house on fire. And not long after, like they, so they ended up, it burned our house to the ground, gutted our entire house. Um, and we, um, we, 
ended up moving into like an apartment slash townhouse while they rebuilt our house. Um, and just even thinking back to that, like shout out to all the people that stood in the gap for my mom and I at that time and my father too, but definitely for my mom and I. So the Merritts, Daffody, um, and her mom and dad, um, Miss Chris and Neil and Sean, Shonda and Miss Jan um, and Miss Gloria and my, my God, Sister Kitabug. Like, there were so many people that kind of stood in the gap for us at that time, um, gave us shelter, you know, I- immediately following. Like, so, you know, not long after that, we were, you know, insurance. Um, they had insurance, so we were, you know, in, a, in an apartment. But anyway, back to my finger. So we, I, I, we were in the apartment and I was um, getting some water, some Kool-Aid probably. And I was trying to put ice in the glass. And for some reason, like I had taken the ice out of the ice maker and it was chunked together. And when I went to push it in the glass, I was trying to get it to break up while it was in the glass, but that's not how that works. So I pushed the ice down and the glass broke and it cut a very deep gash into my finger um and we had to go to the emergency room and I had to have stitches and so I still have that scar today I mean it's it's been easily 30 plus years since that that incident but you know every time now that I go and I get ice out of the out of the ice maker and if it's chunked together like I will never push ice down in another glass ever again probably for as long as I live and not only will I not do it right but I would correct my children or Isaiah if, or anybody if I saw them doing it based on what happened to me so like when I talk about um your personal evolution and maturity it is those types of things that I that I am talking about because you should be changed by your experiences you should grow based on things that you have endured things that have happened to you and if you're doing it correctly you would share that journey with someone else so they don't have to go through that like Jay-Z was like I did that so you don't have to go through that like that that Sharing that experience, sharing that pain, sharing that, you know, the pain of the stitches, the, you know, the fact that there was blood everywhere, the fact that blah, 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 whatever happened may save someone else. Um, And I think that is important because so often we get wrapped up into being like, let me just take care of me. Like, I don't got to share this with nobody else because they'll figure it out. And yes, they will figure it out, but I probably wouldn't have this scar well, I probably wouldn't have this scar if I wasn't in the kitchen trying to do it by myself, but that's neither here nor there. But, you know, I won't do it again because I experienced it. There are some things that I won't ever experience because someone else experienced it, like real or fake. So so I'm laughing as I'm talking to y'all because I was thinking about, I was talking to somebody the other day, I was on a conference call um, with some folks in Oregon yesterday, actually. And they were talking about the weekend and some of them went skydiving. Some of them, uh, a couple of them went ziplining. Apparently there's some really beautiful places to do that there. Um, I'll have to let you know if I explore that or not. Um, and when, when the guy was talking about, he went, um, he went skydiving, the first thing, or bungee jumping, the first thing I thought about was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode where Trevor was proposing to Hillary and like jumped off and the rope was too long and he hit the ground. Like I will never go sky, I will never go bungee jumping probably for that very, um, the, the memory of that very experience. And it wasn't even real. Like Trevor didn't really die. Right. Um, so obviously like there are some experiences of other people that you have to 
weigh out the pros and cons and determine whether or not that is really applicable to you or not. But um, definitely, you know, figuring out how you can grow, how you can mature, how you can apply the lessons from whatever you went through, like to the next thing is always going to be imperative. Um, Figuring out how to not only take care of yourself with self-care and therapy and, and time alone and time to grow and time to experience, but also diving into the notion that is also self-love, right? Because they are not the same thing. Um, um, figuring out how to love those, those bits and pieces of you that maybe nobody sees but you. You know, figuring out how to love, um, how to look in the mirror and love what you see that is love what is looking back at you or to have enough love for yourself that if you don't love what you see to change it. And that doesn't mean like go and chop your nose off or go, you know, and get a BBL. Although shout out to the bodies that's got the BBLs, right? Um, But it does mean putting in whatever work is required so that you do love what you see. You do love how you feel. Um, there are, I am, I am, I told y'all I was going to Florida next week. I'm super excited. Um, for those of you who know me personally and intimately, you know, I have a bathing suit fetish. So I probably have 30 plus bathing suits in this bin that is just for bathing suits. Um, and then I just ordered two more because you know, 30 is not enough. Um, and you know, I've been kind of panicking because I have not been sleeping well at all for the last few months. Um, and with all the travel and with just all the everything, all the life, uh, my body doesn't look like I want it to look going to Miami where there are, you know, nothing but thongs and like dope bodies. Um, but I also am of the, the philosophy at this stage, like Miami going to get whatever body I give it. I mean, that's just going to be that. And so if you if you know me, you also know that like I'm going to wear a bikini regardless. So that was always the case. I can remember being pregnant with Maya and um, I was engaged to her father and we went to a family function. I was pregnant and I had a bikini. I had this big old eight month, you know, belly. Oh, no, I wasn't engaged. We weren't engaged yet, but I had this big old eight month belly um, and I had on this black (laughs) bikini. Like, that's it. You're going to get a bikini regardless. But I am mindful and I want my body to look a certain way. But I also know that I have not been doing what it takes for it to look that way, right? Um, I've been eating like crap. I don't sleep worth a damn. Um, there are just many things that kind of fold into that. But, you know, some of that is is making the conscious decision that you're going to do something different. That you're going to do something different. If I had the money, maybe I would just go get a tummy tuck. And it wouldn't matter. i just, you know, pop out on y'all and be like, ah, here it is. Um, but that's not where we are. But the point that I'm making is whatever it takes, whatever it's going to take for you to look in the mirror and have what you see be a reflection of the love and care that you have developed for your own self, your own body, your own mind, spirit and heart. Um, Do those things. Invest in those things. Invest that time. Invest that energy because you're worth it. You're worth all of those things. Um, And so I am excited. I have some things on the horizon. Um as it relates to like the podcast and some episodes that we're going to air. I'm super geeked about um, one that's coming up. Um, I am, you know, sensitive 
to my 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 friends who celebrate pride for different reasons than I. And so I have some questions and um, I have invited some of those folks to the mic to talk to me a little bit about it. I'm all for like being enlightened in ways that I haven't been or, you know, about things that I don't know. Um, and I have really tried to create a space where I can ask those questions of people um, with the understanding that it's respectful. Well, those are the relationships that I have anyway. So I, I pretty much ask my friends anything I want to know um, and vice versa. Because it's a respectful place and most of them or all of them that that I've had conversations with appreciate my willingness and desire to learn in a way that is respectful um, and intentional. And so anyway, I'm excited about sharing that with you. Um, I'm excited that we have made it made it to the first made it through the first five and to the first (laughs) made it through the first five and to the sixth month of the year. Um, We are halfway there. Um, not to, you know, not to leave that out. The Oregon journey continues. Um, but things are good. Things are good. I I will probably, um, share with you guys some reflections, um, from, uh, what I learned like in the last year. I'm not going to do that today, but maybe in the next episode, or maybe I'll do that as the season closer this year. But, um, I do want to close out this episode by thanking, Every one of you that is listening consistently, um, those of you that are giving feedback, I've gotten so many texts and calls um, and, and just messages about tidbits of, you know, one episode or another and how that impacted you and how that, you know, caused you to reflect on different things. And I have in the episodes that you comment on that I've shared with other people, I share those comments with them because I think it's important that other people know how they're impacting lives as well. Right. So you guys aren't just complimenting me. Um, you guys are complimenting the people that have shared the space with me. And so I share that with them. And so please, please, please keep those things coming. Um, Please, you know, continue to share and like and comment on um, the posts and the episodes on um, any of the platforms that you're listening to. Please rate it if you haven't already. Um, Just know that I see those things and that I greatly appreciate your love and support. Um, I'm always open for suggestions. So if you have some things you want me to talk about or some people you want me to find, um, Kind of as a side note, I got this really dope call um, from a guy I went to high school with who um, also does like commentary, sports commentary. Um, I think he might also do a podcast, but he called me with a suggestion for an episode. Um, I appreciate those things. I appreciate people thinking about me in their own personal space and time. So please know that I don't take that for granted at all. And if you have suggestions for me on how to make it better or just something you want to hear or somebody you want me to invite into my space, like I am I am absolutely open and willing to do that. Um, I love y'all. I am appreciative that you continue to grow with me. I am still growing. I'm still making mistakes. I'm still learning. Um, But I love y'all for going on this journey with me. And um, yeah, so we'll be back next week.